Welcome to the American League episode for our predictions for the Golden Sparrow podcast. I'm Dominic Stern, joined by Cole Bradley and Ryan Blank. As always, if you want to hear our predictions for our National League standings and our awards for the National League, you got to go listen to our other episode, which we more than likely just posted or will post right afterwards. Trying to keep it separate so you don't have an hour and a half long podcast. You just got a 30 minute podcast. Try to keep things simple for you guys. So if you didn't listen to the National League podcast, we're going to start with the standings, then we'll go to the awards, then we'll go with our champion. And we didn't give our World Series winner. So we're going to pick our World Series winner at the end of the episode. That's how we're going to end this one off. So we're going to start with the standings. And how we did this was we're going to pick a division and we'll start with the Central because that's Ryan's division. And I'm going to say, all right, fifth place for the Central. I'm going to count down from three. And then we're all going to say the team we think will get fifth. And if we're if we if we agree, then we don't have to say anything about it. If we disagree, then we'll have a little debate and give our opinion on it. So, fifth place in the American League Central. Should I say Royals, Cole? <laughs> Do what you want. <laughs> I don't no. think I don't think you should because it's not accurate. But right. All right. Fifth place. Three, two, one. Tigers. All right, so we're unanimous there. Imagine we're going to be unanimous for fourth place. Three, two, one. Royals. <laughs> you said Indians. No, Ryan. Ryan. Hear me no, out. Bro. Hear me out. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. What? I'm joking. It's the Royals. <laughs> the Royals are getting fourth place. Yeah. All right. Third place. Three, two, one. One, Indian. White Sox. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. First disagreement of this episode. So I'm going to take the White Sox. I just don't think their pitching staff is quite ready enough. Bullpen's still pretty shaky. Starting pitching staff, yes, they added Dallas Keuchel to the rotation this year. Yes, Lucas Giolito is a stud and probably a Cy Young candidate. But outside of that, it's kind of shaky. Michael Kopech not pitching this year for the White Sox. So their lineup is going to do damage. But I think in an AL Central division where you guys say Indians are third, I'm going to have them in second. Spoiler alert. I think Indians have enough firepower and have enough starting pitching depth to make up for their lack in bullpen. And they're they're kind of coming to the end of their window. You know, Lindor's contract is coming up soon. Same with Jose Ramirez. I'd expect them to make one last strong push. I'm going to take the Indians in second and White Sox in third. It could go either way. Last year showed me something with the Indians. And it's not as it's not as much with the actual players. I think Francona's given up. You just just by the I went to a game and I saw Francona. I was on the first base side for the Royals and I just saw Francona and I was like, he just showed he had no heart in it. And the only reason I can tell when that happens is because Ned Yost was like that the past two years. So but for the Indians they're, they were a disappointment last year. Their outfield is iffy, very iffy. They've got a solid right side. Ryan, Ryan, Ramirez. Ryan, they went 93 and 69 last year. Uh, How is that disappointing? You know why? They, why? They were predicted, they were expected to win the division. Well, but the Twins won 100 games. They hit the most home runs in any regular season ever. Trust me. Dude, I know the Twins. That like it is. They uh, the Indians had a plus one twelve run differential. 
They're a good team. They're a good team, but I don't think that they're going to be better than the White Sox this year because one, I think the White Sox lineup is going to do is going to be one of those teams that leads the league in home runs. They that lineup is deep. It is crazy, full of power hitting, and also I think their bullpen is better than you're giving them credit for. Their bullpen is not that bad. It's it's actually got, Aaron Bummer, Alex Colomay. They got a couple of decent pitchers, but outside of that, Herrera is still okay. No, he's not. Um, let me jump on in this thing because I also believe yeah. Pl- please, please sway me because that <laughs> argument was not. I, very I good. also believe the Indians are not quite a second place team, but though I do think it's close. I just really was a huge fan of what the White Sox did this offseason as far as offense is concerned. Um, and yes, the starting rotation outside of Giolito and maybe Keuchel is it's a bit iffy, and the bullpen's not the best. Uh, I just am such a huge fan of it, and I love the um, youth and the energy that team has. Um, I I think Luis Robert is going to be the rookie of the year. Spoiler alert! Um, I think Eloy Jimenez is, is really going to come into his own this year if he hasn't already. Um, I think all those guys are going to mash. Um, I think Giolito is going to have a really – I think he's going to do even better than he did last year. Uh, I just think they're a little bit – I think they have the slight edge over the Indians. And it's not because I don't think the Indians are a bad team. I think they're a really good team. Um, I think they've been really good in, um, since, I mean, you know, 2015, 2014, back when, you know – they were going to the World Series against the Cubs in 2016, and, you know, they rattled off 20-some straight wins or whatever. I think they're still a really good team. I just think they've, they've lost a lot of the guys um, who were the reason why they were so good in the first place um, a while back. I think they've really lost their energy. Um, I don't like the bullpen that much, personally. I love their rotation. I think they have one of the best rotations, if not the best rotation in the American League. Um, and I think that's really going to help them out. I just, I don't see, I don't know. I think they, I, I think there was a shade. I think they're just kind of a shade of what they once were. And don't get me wrong. I still think they're an incredible team. I just really think, I really like what the White Sox did. And I think the White Sox have a unprecedented kind of energy and um, fire to them that I think is going to carry over in this season. And I think you're going to see that in a big way. Also, I'm going to say this. I don't think the loss of Kopech is that big of a deal for one reason. He's coming off Tommy John surgery. He was going to be limited throughout the whole year. So this gives him another six – it gives him another couple months and another off season to rehab his arm and get ready for 2021. I don't think that has a huge difference. But think about their incredible power that they just displayed. They have Grandal, Jose Abreu, James McCann. Edward Encarnacion, Robert, who can hit bombs, Nomar Mazzara, Joan Mokata can somehow kill it against the Royals, which, but, He kills it against everyone else, too, yeah. Ryan. Don't feel bad. He, I know, but... Yeah, their, their lineup is super good. Outside of that, outside of that, their team is very mediocre. Their team is not that mediocre outside of the lineup. They no, have, it is. It, it actually really is, Ryan. Their team is very mediocre outside of the lineup. I disagree. Giolito, that's it. Keiko is going to be good for them. I like that signing of Keiko. He's he's a he's better than what they have. He's a he's a very poor number two starting pitcher. I would not say he's a very poor number two. 
Yeah, he is, dude. He's a fine he, number two. He's like a number three or number four guy. I I personally disagree with that. But that bullpen is not as bad as you're saying. The bullpen, yeah, it's not great. Trust me, it's not. But it's it, not good. It's it's okay. And in the AL Central, if you have an okay bullpen, you can somehow get your way through. Yes, if they find a way to make the playoffs or do better than they need, it's going to be because they played in the Central and they had an easy schedule. Now, of course, the Indians will have the same thing, but I I just don't see it. I think next year when they have Kopech, when they have Kopech, Reynaldo Lopez has another year, I think this team can be serious Serious okay. title contenders I think next Lopez year. Is going to be their number three this year. Yeah, he will be. He's, he looked very good in spring training. Yeah, he's but yeah, he's good. I could he was see a little rough Indians, last year, though. I, I could I could see it going either way. I, I I again could see the Indians being. I just I think it's going to be really close. I just feel like in a shortened season, teams like the Reds and the White Sox, who made all these huge moves in the off season, um, could get just. All they got to do is get really hot in the beginning and ride that wave. And next thing you know, they're finishing in the top third of their division. And I don't know. I just have a lot of confidence in them. And I think they're just built for a year like this. That's just right. weird and wacky. I, I, I agree with that, too. I agree. And uh, what what team a couple of years ago had a 21-game winning streak? That is true. Again, that is true. Indians. What other team had like a 17-game winning streak the year before? The Indians. It's true. I, I think they're a better overall team than the White Sox right now. Next year, oh, it's White Sox by a mile. The Indians, they've got terrific right side of the infield because they have Frankie Lindor, who's, who, in my opinion, is easily a top three, if not the best shortstop in the entire league. He's Left the best side. shortstop. Okay, if you're looking at it from beyond, from like – Center if you're looking at it from the plate, which is where the ball comes from, it's the left side of the infield. Okay. Sorry, I look at it differently. Okay, fine. I'll switch it to – So a- why, is, why is right field to the right of home plate then? Why is left field to the left of home plate then, Ryan? Cry me a river, Dom, okay? Why do you mean cry uh, me a river? I'm right. I'm right. Sorry. The left side of their infield is really good. Jose Ramirez also had, after a terrific year in 2018, he took a step back last year, but also he, he faced a couple injuries. They've still got a great DH. They've got Fran Mill, who Dom loves. Fran Mill. So, I think that it's going to be close. But looking at it, I think that what the White Sox have done this offseason, I think is going to take over, especially in a shortened year. All right. Don't forget about Cesar Hernandez and Carlos Santana. All four of the Indians' infielders are switch hitters. Talk about consistency. All right, uh, let's let's move east. We moved east in the uh, in the other one, so let's go with the American League East. This is a very interesting division. Uh, we're we're all going to pick the same fifth place team. It's going to be the Orioles. I yeah. don't even think we need to do that one. So let's start with fourth place because this this could get a little interesting. Three, two, one. Red, Red Sox, Sox. Blue Jays. All right, Ryan. Why why don't the Blue Jays pass the Red Sox this year? Honestly, for one reason, I just think they need one more year to really get that core together, uh, just a little bit more experience. I think it's going to be extremely close between those two. I just think the Red Sox have a little bit more experience, a little bit more star power, and I think that that's really my main reason for it. Next year, I think the Blue Jays are going to surpass the Red Sox. 
but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I think you you see why we picked them. It's similar like what I did, but I think the Blue Jays addition of Hunjin Ryu to solidify that rotation up at the top is going to be really good. I'd also expect some very good hitting from Bo Bichette, Vlad Jr., Kevin Biggio, Luigi Scariel. They've got a bunch of really good bats in that lineup. Ken Giles, one of the best closes in the MLB. He's was really good last year. Ever since he's been out from Houston, it's been money. And I think with the Red Sox losing David Price, losing Mookie Betts, their pitching staff isn't that good. Their lineup took a big hit. Their lineup's still going to produce. They're still going to have a top 10 lineup in the MLB. But definitely took a big hit. I will be taking the Blue, the Red Sox for fourth place. Blue Jays will be in third. Yeah, and just to add to that, I think Toronto's another one of those teams that just is kind of built for a very short year. Um, you know, with all the with all the young talent, um, the aforementioned Bichette and Guerrero and Biggio and Ryu and all those guys, I think uh, I just think they're a little bit more primed for a better finish this year. And like I think we've all, I think we all can agree, this is a team that in the future is built for uh, a lot of success. Maybe even you know finishing upwards of the top in that division um you know it's just going to be a couple years i think but i think this year they're going to be able it's going to be the first time they're going to be able to showcase like or give a preview of what the next uh decade possibly is going to look like for uh the blue jays so i just like them a little more and i think the red sox um like we like dom mentioned you know losing their biggest star in Mookie Betts. Uh, and David Price, you know, it, it, it doesn't do him any favors, and they've definitely taken a hit. And obviously, losing Alex Cora as the manager is something that is pretty big as well. Um, right. Do what you will about the guy. He's an incredible manager. He knows how to put together a lineup, and I like Ron Renneke because he's been in baseball forever, but he's not Alex Cora from a managerial perspective, and I think that's also – I think leadership is also going to be what it comes down to. For me – I think the future is tremendously bright for the Blue Jays. But the experience of the Red Sox, I think, is going to take over here. They got Xander Bogarts, who's one of the best hitting shortstops in the league. They still got Rafael Devers. They've got J.D. Martinez. They've got those pieces. They still have Benintendi and Jackie Bradley Jr., who aren't the best hitting-wise, but great in the field. I think that – They also got Alex Verdugo. Yeah, I think that's the best piece they got in that trade. Verdugo's – Definitely. It's going to be really good for them. Hey, they also signed Kevin Pillar, so watch out. I'm kidding. But, no, I think that the Red Sox are going to take third place by a slight margin. All right, it's going to be close, and I, I assume we have our teams flip-flop for third place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, top two. Who's going to finish in second place for this division? Three, two, one. Rays. Rays. I was – I was leaning towards picking them for first place in this division, but they've recently gone down with some positive tests in COVID-19, Austin Meadows, Jose Martinez. And that's enough for me to say, you know, you need those bats in order to surpass the Yankees, who we're going to pick for first place, obviously, at this point. I was so close to taking them. This starting rotation is so disgusting. Tyler Glass now is their three-pitcher. And you got Yanni Trinas and Ryan Yarbrough following them with a disgusting bullpen. This team is 
set to be really, really good this year. They're a championship caliber team. I agree. I just think that the positive tests have come down, and I think the Yankees, I don't think you can really say anything awful about them. Their bullpen is – it's not bad. It's okay. They've got a tremendous lineup. They're Hopefully they can get healthy because they've had some COVID tests pop up, especially with Chapman. But you got Judge, you got Stanton, you've got Andujar, you've got LeMahieu, you've got Glaber Torres, you've got Gary Sanchez. You've got such a deep team there that I think that they are really the favorites and the team to beat in the East, which is arguable for every year or the Yankees team, the team to be in the East. But I just think that the Yankees are going to take it this year. Right. So we, we've got the Yankees in first. Now we're going to go out West. And this is another one of those really weird divisions. I think a lot of these teams are really hard to project, except for the fifth place team. We're all going to pick the Mariners to be in last, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they've got a very, very good farm system, but they're, they're ways away. Fourth place. This is interesting. I have a feeling we're going to disagree on all four positions here. All right. Three, two, one. Rangers. Rangers. Okay, we all said Rangers, right? Okay. All right, I was wrong there. So then we're gonna we're all gonna say Angels for third, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, second place. Three, two, one. Astros. I I was gonna say Houston. Houston's taking second in my book. Cole, argue why the Astros will win first place in this division. Uh cheaters or not, that lineup is so freaking good. I mean just up and down depth uh, hitting everywhere. As far as pitching is concerned, yes, they lost Garrett Cole, but you still have Justin Verlander, who's one of the top pitchers in the league still, and Zach Grinke, who's a dark horse nowadays, but he's still super good. You've got Colors, who's super talented, who's coming off of injury, so he could be a bit of a question mark, but um, he's proven that he's been pretty good in the past. And and then the bullpen, I think, is is um, is still pretty solid. I I just think this team is just so good. Um, a new manager and Dusty Baker is also probably going to be a little weird for them, um, you know. So that might be a little bit of a reason to believe why they're going to regress because they've been playing under AJ Hinch for years now, and now they have to adjust to Baker's style of managing. I just think regardless, you know, I hate to say it because I would love to see them not be first place. Um, but I just think they're still the, one of the best teams in baseball as far as depth goes and as far as, you know, star power and all that is concerned. Ryan, do you want to start this? Or do you we want actually to... let you start this one. Okay. So, like what you mentioned, Cole, they lost Garrett Cole. They lost A.J. Hinch, who were two of their most valuable parts of you know, being who they were the past couple of years. You know, Gary Cole was arguably their ace. You know, Verlander is also really good. And then AJ Hinch has been their manager and he's been their leader for the past couple of years. And then looking at Oakland, they only finished 10 games back from the Ashes last year. And then losing Cole, you're going to drop a couple of games because now all of a sudden you're slotting up another guy that's nowhere near as good as Gary Cole. And then you look at the starting rotation for the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I see a very underrated rotation. 
Mike Fires was very good last year. You've got Frankie Montas, who was one of the best pitchers in the American League prior to his steroid suspension, and he came back at the end of the season and was pitched very well, was unable to pitch in the postseason. Sean Manaya, really good left-handed starting pitcher for them. And they've got two young guns, Jesus Luzardo and AJ Puck. And if these guys can perform anywhere near how they're projected to be, that's another really good rotation, similar to the Tampa Bay Rays, where you got five guys where you're like, oh man, those guys are really good. And their bullpen is also very solid. You know, they, they lost Blake Trinan this year, but they have, in my opinion, the best closer in the AL. They have Liam Hendricks. Got a couple other guys out there that are very capable of pitching. You got a very, very solid lineup. And there's less question marks for me going into the season about the Oakland Athletics than there are about the Houston Astros. Both these teams were playoff teams last year. I'm going to ride with the Oakland Athletics. I completely agree. I think that they have an extremely underrated starting staff. I think Fires is going to have another good year. I expect a lot from Frankie Montas, especially because he showed a lot before suspension. So I expect him to continue the way he was pitching. Sean Manaya, he was in the Royal system. I watched, I saw him. I like Manaya. I think he is a terrific piece for them, a terrific left-handed pitcher for that rotation. And then Lizardo and Puck, you're just hearing wonders about them. Like Dom said, if they can perform to anywhere close to what people are saying about them, they're dangerous. I think you also have them having one of the best corner infield duos in the entire league when you have Olsen and Chapman. Don't, don't forget about Marcus Simeon, who's also in the MVP race last year. Terrific. That's, that, those are their three of their top four hitters in the lineup. And then you've got Ramon Laureano, who proved a lot last. <clears throat> excuse me, who imp- who proved a lot last year, especially in the field. Still got Mark Canna, got Chris Davis, who's a terrific power hitter, and he's going to be DHing this year. Yeah, which I think is really going to help him. So I expect a lot from this team. I think, like Dom said, there are a lot less questions, and I think they're they're more poised to win this division, especially with the Astros losing out on Garrett Cole. I know I Zach Greinke. Huge fan of Zach Greinke, but you, I don't know if you can really – you can't really compare him to Garrett Cole at this point. So – and you know and you know the Astros made that trade for Greinke as an insurance policy for, for if and eventually when Garrett Cole was leaving. So they still got a solid rotation. They still got Verlander. They've got Greinke. McCullers is solid. But overall, I think a more complete team with less questions goes to the Athletics. Okay, so that's going to wrap up the standings. We'll come back. We'll pick our AL champion after we do the awards. And you got to get a stick to the regular season first. Wild card. We got to finish off the the playoff teams. So we got two more open spots, our wild card teams. And I've got a pretty good feeling that we're going to do the same thing as last time. We're going to pick the two same teams. So let's start with our top wild card team. Let's go three, two, one, raised. Okay. Okay, so we're, we're there. We're there. Uh, and here's the next one. Here's where things can get a little interesting, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Three, two, one. Houston. Yeah, okay. So we picked the teams that got second in the West. Yeah. So we, we're all seeing eye to eye when it comes to our playoff teams, which could happen, could not happen. It's a short season. Anything's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So now we're going to move on to our awards. We're going to stick the regular season. We'll come back and pick our champion afterwards. So we're going to start with rookie of the year. And so I know I picked Casey Mize for rookie of the year. I think all three of you picked him. Yeah. Or no, Cole, you, sorry, Ryan picked Forrest Whitley when we first did this. So are we all going to change our rookie of the year picks? Yes. 100%. Who are you taking? Luis Robert. Ryan, are you doing the same thing? Luis Robert, yes. Yeah, if I were to change my pick, it would definitely be him. But I, I just think that Casey Mize is going to come up and he's going to be a stud for the Tigers. I'm going to take Mize. I I don't know if he's going to pitch the entire time, but I know that if he does, he's going to be a stud. But Robert is going to be good. And part of the reason I don't want to pick Robert is because I picked uh, I picked Eloy last year for my rookie of the year, and uh, that didn't he didn't. Out. And I don't want to pick another White Sox outfielder and get <laughs> robbed again. He finished in fourth, though. So, mm-hmm. he was good. Yeah. Cy Young. So, Ryan and I, we both picked Shane Beaver. And then, Cole, you picked Mike Clevenger. So, we were all looking at the Indians. Are we going to change our picks this time? Yes, 100%. Who are you taking? Lucas Giolito. Giolito. Okay. Tell um, us why. Just to give you another, because I did, uh, if you watched the National League episode, um, I gave a 60 games or a, like a 12-start sample size for Jack Flaherty and why I thought he was going to be Cy Young. I'm going to do the same thing for Giolito. This time, his first 12 starts of last year, 2280 ERA, uh, 179 average against, um, 89 um, he also was 9-1, which, you know, wins and losses are such a uh, – BS statistic, but but when you're playing on the White Sox, who exactly. weren't good last year, I mean, that's, yeah, that's you'll take you'll take nine and one. Um, he was just super good, and I think after a 2018, um, where he just was one of the worst pitchers in the league, coming back and showing the potential of, of who he can be, and uh, turning going from one of the worst pitchers in the league to one of the best pitchers in the league, um. I think he's going to continue on that um, upward trend. And I think this is the year – again, I, I just have this thing about the White Sox. I really like their offseason. I really like Luke Giolito. Um, and I just – I don't know. I just feel really good about that team um, right now. Uh, obviously, we'll see what happens come start of the year. But I, I think Giolito is going to probably be uh, AL Cy Young. Ryan, are you sticking with Bieber? No, I'm not sticking with Bieber. I'm going to change it. And I'm going Garrett Cole. Okay. I think when you look at his second half stats from last year, second half he went 12-0 with a low two ERA. That's insane. I think that, yeah, there should be an adjustment period going from Houston's ballpark to Yankee Stadium. That's, as we all say as a joke, it's like a little league ballpark. But definitely what I've seen, he's looked really good. And I think he's going to be a huge part of that team. I expect him to be terrific once again. I, I'll say it. Last year, I think he was robbed of Cy Young. I think he's. I still think he should have won over Verlander. So, I think this year he'll get it done though and not get robbed. Okay, I always hate picking the favorites, and that's part of the reason I don't. I don't pick Garrett Cole. I picked Garrett Cole last year and he didn't win. I'm still butthurt about it. <laughs> I also picked Bregman last year and he got second place. So it was, I was super close on almost all my predictions. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Shane Bieber. No. When picking a 
starting pitcher in the shortened season. You got to pick a guy that they're going to throw out and he's going to go seven innings and he's going to have to shove. And I think Shane Bieber is definitely one of those guys. He led the MLB in complete games last year, tied with Cole's guy, Lucas Giolito, with three complete games. And I think that you got to find a guy that can go complete game. And Garrett Cole is certainly capable, but he didn't have as many complete games last year and he was pitching for a really good team that needed him on the mound in order to make the playoffs. Shane Bieber was that guy, and he was the ace of the team. He stepped up in the absence of Corey Kluber with Mike Clevenger missing some time as well. I could see Shane Bieber stepping up, and I think he's going to win the American League Cy Young this year. So I went with a relief pitcher in the National League. You'll have to listen to that podcast to find out. I went with the starting pitcher in this league. I'm going to say this. Last year, Garrett Cole struck out 326 batters. His opponent's average last year was 186. Right. He's a stud. He's a stud. He's dominant. This year, he's not going to get robbed. I think this is his year to win it. All right. American League MVP. So, I'm not going to pick Mike Trout, but I think that that's no fun. So, I'm picking the guy that I think will finish behind Mike Trout. Who do you think will finish behind Mike Trout? Shohei Otani. Yep, I'm right there with you. Shohei. Uh, I think – being that this is going to be the first year that he's uh, pitching since his rookie year, um, that just adds so much value to him as a player. And we talk about MVP is most valuable player, and all these guys either are a pitcher or a position player. Since Otani can do both, and he's going to be doing both this year, in a shortened year where the Angels don't have to be too concerned about him overtaxing himself on the mound or at the plate or whatever, um, it's going to be you know fully unleashed. Shohei Otani, you know, probably to the most that you'll ever see him in his career. I mean, they're going to they're gonna go all out. He's going to pitch. He's going to hit. And I think that's just going to be – I mean, he could put up mediocre numbers at the plate and mediocre numbers on the mound. I still think he's got at least a shot. That's how good of a chance I think he has, and that's the reason why I think he's going to win it. It could go with Trout, which is obvious, but I don't – I actually think Shohei is probably a better bet. I completely agree. Brian, who's your LMVP? I'm going to stick with the guy I picked. I'm going to go with Glaber. First off, he's an Oriole killer. <laughs> Second off, I just think that he's going to be a huge piece of the team. I think that last year proved that he is a rising star, and I think he's just going to continue that, and he's going to be a top player in the league this year. And I think that as much as I have thought about switching to Shohei Otani, I'm going to stick with Glaber. Okay, so now we're, we're running low on time, so we got to kind of hurry up here. But who is your American League champion? Ryan, we'll start with you. As much as I don't want to say it, it's the Yankees. I just think there's they have so much star power that I don't know if any team can really shut them down. As much as I'd love to pick a team like the Rays or the A's, I just can't. Cole? I got the Yankees, but I got them beating the Rays in seven games in the championship series. Well, so here's the thing. I didn't pick the Rays to win because they're having players with COVID, so I don't think they're going to start off as well and win the division. But they'll be healthy for the playoffs, and they will win the American League. Boom. How about that? <laughs> I was going to take them, too, because I just really like their team. But I, I, I think know. they're stacked. Yeah, they're, they're so stacked. I Hunter really Renfro like about Rays. to lead the league in home runs. I really <laughs> like the Rays a lot. It's just I got to stick with the Yankees. But also, Dom – who took Connor Renfro in our fantasy league? You did. Shut up. I'm still mad about it. I was about to take him next pick. 
You also took Marte. Yeah, you took Shohei before I could. I took Shohei and Josh Hader. I, I went all out on the on the yeah. the sixty game gods. Okay, so my World Series is Dodgers Rays. Ryan's is Dodgers Yankees. He's a boring guy, and Cole is Braves Yankees. Who do you guys having winning your World Series? Ooh. Ryan, Cole, we'll start with you. Oh, we'll go with me. Okay. Um. Oh, this is tough. I'm gonna go with the Braves. Um, I think I think they're just so good. I think the Yankees are super good too. But I just love Atlanta's lineup. I love the depth that that team has. Um, when it comes to a postseason, I again I just think they're so hungry. Um, after their um the beatdown they took last year against the Cardinals, they're just gonna come out. They're gonna absolutely kill it this year. Um, and I think they're gonna just slightly get by the Yankees. So I'll say six or seven games. Um, I think it'll be an incredible World Series, but I'm going to take Atlanta. Ryan? Dodgers, this is their year. They've got two MVPs in the outfield. That that lineup is stacked. I don't think there is a team that will that can compete with them, especially knowing that they have two MVPs in that outfield. This is If the Dodgers don't win it this year, then there's an issue. Right. If they don't win it this year, then it's never going to happen. I'm also taking the Dodgers. I want to take the race so badly, but the Dodgers are the best team in the MLB. I don't think it's close. I'm going to take them. And with that, it's going to wrap up the National League – or this is the American League prediction podcast with our World Series champion. Uh, If you want to listen to our National League predictions and our explanation for them, go listen to the other episode. We thank you all for tuning in, and we're going to start – having episodes every week discussing what went down in baseball with golden sombreros. Don't worry. I'll be checking every single box score. That's my guy. (laughs) All right. Thanks for tuning in.